Welcome everyone to the Grinded Podcast. Nipsey Hussle is going to bring us in just a little bit with Grinding All My Life. All my life, been grinding all my life. Sacrifice, hustle paid the price. Want a slice, got the roll of dice, that's why. All my life, I've been grinding all my life. Uh. It's time to hit this rail we call life and grind it. Welcome back to the Grind It Podcast. I just want to say again, thank you for being a listener. Thank you for watching on YouTube. Or thank you for sharing the podcast, the Grind It Podcast, with your friends and your family, your coworkers, anybody that you come in contact with. Just give them the website to the Grind It. You know, tell them they can find it on Pandora or, or uh, Google or uh, Apple or uh, iHeartRadio or Spotify. And now we're actually even on amazon music so you can find the grinded podcast just about anywhere just google it and it's going to pop up um and when you share the grinded podcast with 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 people you're giving them the opportunity to be saved you're giving them the opportunity to know jesus christ as their lord and savior uh, you're giving them the opportunity if they already know jesus to grow closer to jesus or even to be challenged by the word of god because that's what we're doing here on the grinded podcast when we're not doing interviews uh, that inspire people and encourage people. Um, we are breaking down the Word of God, and we just finished the book of Acts, and you can see all those previous podcasts or listen to those previous podcasts. And now we're breaking down the book of Acts, and uh, the last podcast we started Acts chapter 6, and today we're going to finish Acts, Acts chapter 6. And what we had talked about in the last podcast, just to set it up, is you know the Holy Spirit fell in Acts chapter 2. The church began. It was birthed. And the Lord's adding to the church daily. There's unity going on. And, and when they pray in such unity, the place where they prayed was shaken with uh, with God's power. And uh, the, the apostles are out preaching the word and they're backing up the, the word the, uh, of Christ by working miracles. And people are just coming by the crowds and crowds and crowds. And, and they're listening to the message and they're seeing what God is doing. And, and so they're giving their lives to Jesus, and we just uh, read, and even in Acts, uh, at the, be- in the beginning of Acts chapter six, that even the priests were given their lives to Jesus, and these are men who had been serving God for their their lifetime, and yet they realized that they're not saved, that their their sins are not washed away because they're not under the blood of Jesus, and so even the priests who had been serving God for a, a lifetime or giving their lives to Jesus Christ, and now they're serving Jesus. And they're telling people about Jesus and, and doing the work of the Lord a different way. Instead of doing a bunch of rituals and, 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 and you know following a bunch of rules, they're, they're now following Jesus. Um, and, but we also talked about how in Acts chapter 4, it really began, persecution persecution began in Acts chapter 5 it was it was vamped up if you will it was amped up i guess you should i guess i should say but in Acts chapter 4 you know the, Peter and John they healed the lame man and they're arrested in the temple and they were they were told by the the religious leaders the Sanhedrin uh, who was the governing authority then to not preach or teach in the name of Jesus anymore and but they did 
And so they go back to the temple and they're preaching and they're teaching in the name of Jesus. Crowds come, come around again. And, and so they are arrested again. And this time an angel comes and lets them out of the prison. They go right back to the temple, just like the angel told them to do. And they're preaching and teaching in the name of Jesus. So they're arrested for the third time. And, but this time, out of jealousy, uh, the, the Sanhedrin, the religious leaders, they're going to they're gonna have the apostles flogged. And, and so they would, they would receive, the law says you could receive 40 strikes, but to be so careful not to go over 40 because they didn't want to break God's commandment, right? So they would only do 39, but those 39 would be very hard and, and, and just, just tear your back, backside up. And remember, that's what happened to Jesus before he went... Uh, before he was crucified on the cross, he was he was flogged, he was scourged with that whip that has glass and and lead and bone in it, and it would just dig into your flesh and your back, and and so that's what has happened to the apostles, and they rejoice because they they suffered just like Jesus suffered, and they 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 rejoiced about that, and so, uh, but even after that, they continue to preach and to teach in the name of Jesus. And the church is growing. And so the enemy sees that he cannot stop the church from the outside. And so what he's going to do is work his way on the inside. And hopefully he can kill it from the inside out. And, and anybody knows if you want to destroy something, you do it from the inside out. It, it, it can happen to, to families. It can happen to businesses. It can happen to churches. It can happen to individuals. You know, uh, Just... <clears throat> all kinds of ways that the enemy works and we cannot give the enemy any kind of foothold in our lives or in our in our uh, marriages in our, our our families in our churches you know we have to be and stay focused on Christ because what happens is that in this what happened what he tried to do in Acts chapter 6 is he, he tries to cause division because when the church began up until this point, it was nothing but unity, and they were so strong. But if he can get in there and just cause just a little bit of division, it it becomes weak. And so that's what he does. He 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 uh, gets the focus to be on on, on the. You got these Hebrew speaking Christians, and you have the Greek speaking Christians, and and the the Jew the Jewish speaking the the Jewish Christians. Uh, were discriminating or n- neglecting the Greek-speaking uh, Christians uh, with the food distri- uh, distri- distribution, and so uh, instead of letting this cause a big uh, ripple in the church and, and causing division and breaking up the unity, they 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 take care of the situation just like they should. They go to the apostles so they they make the situation known. Hey, here's a problem. We're being neglected in the food distribution. The food distribution uh what do we need to do to to correct this and so uh you know they didn't sweep it under the rug they didn't overlook it they 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 put it out there they put it on the table and they dealt with it they did the proper thing uh and that's what we all should do when a problem arises we don't ignore it we don't hope it'll go away because it won't and and if we sit on it it's going to fester and it's just going to you know satan's going to take just whatever small and he's going to put a magnifying glass on it and it's going to blow up into something big and so that's why when a problem arises you put it out there on the table and you deal with it immediately just like they did here in acts chapter six 
And when they went to the apostles, the apostles says, look, our job is not to run a food program, but we're, we're to preach and teach in the name of Jesus. We, we've got a church to grow and a, church, a kingdom to take care of. And they said, you go out and you choose seven men. And that's exactly what they did. And those seven men are going to be over that food program. They're going to help out with some things in the church. And so because they did that and they dealt with it immediately, the unity was kept and God continued to work in the church at Jerusalem. And so it, we're going to finish up Acts chapter 6. And we want to start with this group of men that the church chose to be over this food program uh, and we're introduced, we're given their names, and the very first name, and many times when you when you read names in the Bible, uh, many times they, if not all time, they are written in order of importance. And the first name that is mentioned here by Luke is a man by the name of Stephen. It is said that he is a man of faith, and he's full of the Holy Spirit. Uh, the man loved Jesus. There's no doubt about it. And he, he gave his life to serve Jesus. And, and we're going to see here in just a few minutes, he literally gave his life in service to Jesus. And so Luke turns our attention to Stephen for the rest of chapter 6 and all of chapter 7. And the reason that he does this is because we're about to see that persecution is is about to be turned up big time. Remember, it started out in Acts chapter 4 after the healing of Peter, uh, after Peter and John healed the lame man at the beautiful, uh, the gate called Beautiful. And, 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 and they just got a talking to. And then, then they got arrested again. And, and like I said a while ago, they were flogged. And now, here is Stephen, who was not an apostle, uh, he's just an ordinary dude, but he's been chosen by the church to, to have a special role uh, in the church. And the apostles had laid their hands on him. And so he, the, the apostles could pass on the power of the Holy Spirit. So there's something special going on here with Stephen. And we'll see that here in just a few minutes. This, this guy, he loved Jesus. He loved serving Jesus. And he loved to tell people about Jesus and, and, and we're going to see that the persecution just keeps going a step further, step further, and it gets worse and worse and worse uh, because Stephen is actually going to be stoned to death by the end of chapter 7. Uh, and he never did anything wrong, by the way. And so what happens to Stephen is that these Jews, uh, they came to Jerusalem from Cyrene, from Alexandria, Cilicia, and the province of Asia, uh, and they, they want to debate with Stephen. And verse 10 says that none of them could stand against the wisdom and the spirit with which Stephen spoke. And so what happens is, is jealousy. And see, it, it, debates are, you know, back, I don't know, 40, 50 years ago, people debate all the time. And, and, and they would, you know, you would tell your side, and this person would tell their side. We we used to do it in college. We, had, as a matter of fact, we had a whole class on it. I had to get, uh, get a grade in it, a uh, debate class, and you know, we had to pick a topic in the Bible, and some had to be for this topic, and some people had to be against this topic. And the the music, the 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 topic that I was given was music, which was good because I play music, you know. And there, 
there's certain churches that you know that doesn't believe in music and that it's wrong and there's churches that play music and say it's okay and so you have you know we had a healthy debate and so but these jews didn't want to have a healthy debate they were jealous and they wanted to know basically by whose authority and who does stephen think that he is you know you know you're not a you're not one of us you're not a member of the sanhedrin you you you're just a person uh you know like the sanhedrin said about peter and john you're just unlearned and ignorant you're just an ordinary dude you 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 don't have money you don't have power you don't have fame you don't have anything so how are you doing all this and so that's that's where they were coming from uh they wanted to cause some trouble and we're going to see that when we come back from break my name is Dinah Grace Hawk, and I started a movement of empowerment. I focus on Revelation 12:11, which states that we will overcome, conquer, and defeat him by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony, and we will not love our own lives even unto death. See, sharing testimony squashes pride. It empowers, it strengthens, it encourages, and it heals. This whole movement is focused on sharing our testimony, our walk with the Lord, how he's using us in this life to empower others to do the same. By doing this, we will overcome anything that this world can throw at us because we are covered by the blood of the Lamb. Every week from now till the end of the year, I'll be highlighting a different woman in the ministry and they're going to share their testimony. Tune in every Saturday at 7 p.m. Eastern, either on Facebook or Instagram at Dinah Grace Hawk, and you get to be a part of this movement too. I'll see you there. So these guys, they, they want to debate with Stephen. They want to know what's up with this guy. You know, it, it, before I go on, I just want to say again, and I've said it in previous podcasts, I am so thankful and so glad that God takes ordinary people like you and me with all of our flaws and everything, you know, the things that are you know that we can do and can't do, He takes ordinary people like you and me and uses us for His glory. He uses us to work in and work through and to, to help other people and to bless other people and to grow His kingdom, to further His kingdom. And thanks be to God for the talents that He gives me and that He gives you. And thanks be to you for allowing God to use you in his kingdom. And so in Acts chapter 6 verses 8 through 15 this is what it says. Stephen, a man full of God's grace and power, performed amazing miracles and signs among the people and he was able to do that because the apostles had laid their hands on him and six other men. Not only Stephen, but those we don't know much about those other men. I don't even know if the Bible even mentions them again. But the, the apostles laid their hands on all seven men, which meant that all seven men were given the power of the Holy Spirit to work miracles. Now, after the apostles died, th there was no more laying on the hands because Stephen could go lay his hands on people and heal them, but he could not lay his hands on people and give them the power to work miracles of the Holy Spirit. That only came from the apostles. And that's all I'm going to say about that. But Stephen, a man full of God's grace and power, performed amazing miracles and signs among the people. But one day, some men from the synagogue of freed slaves, as it was called, started to debate with him. They were Jews from Cyrene, Alexandria, Cilicia, and the province of Asia. None of them could stand up against the wisdom and the spirit which Stephen spoke. It didn't matter how much Bible knowledge 
that these guys had. They could have known every and be able to quote every Old Testament scripture that was available. They could not stand against Stephen. Why? Because he's full of the Holy Spirit. And they were basically trying to fight against God. They're trying to debate God because the Holy Spirit has given Stephen what to say, just like Jesus said that he would. And none of them could stand against the wisdom and the spirit which Stephen spoke. And so they persuaded some men to lie about Stephen, saying, Well, you heard him blaspheme Moses and even God. And this aroused the people, the elders, and the teachers of the religious law. So they arrested Stephen. Sound familiar? They arrested Stephen, and they brought him before the high council. So here's the Sanhedrin once again having to deal with another Jesus follower. We thought we got, you know, we're trying to get rid of you people, but you just keep coming around. You won't shut up, and we've told you to quit preaching and teaching in the name of Jesus. These guys are fed up. I mean, they're, 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 they, they were going to kill Peter and John. And so now here, here is another one who's just an ordinary dude. He's not one of the apostles. He's just an ordinary dude. And, and he's doing the same thing that the apostles are doing. And to them, it's stirring up a bunch of trouble. And so these, these people, these Jews who wanted to debate with Stephen, they got jealous because they couldn't stand up to what uh, Stephen was saying uh, through the Spirit of God. And so they get jealous and they, they, they uh, lie is what they do. We heard him blaspheme Moses and even God. This roused the people and the elders and the teachers of the religious law. So they arrested Stephen and they brought him before the high council. The lying witnesses said, This man is always speaking against the holy temple and against the law of Moses. We heard him say that this Jesus of Nazareth will destroy the temple and change the customs Moses handed down to us. And at this point, everyone in the high council stared at Stephen. Watch this. Because his face became as bright as an angel's face. You know, all anyone has to do to bring you down is to cast a little doubt your way, and people will look at you totally different. You may not have ever committed any crime. You never, may have never done anything wrong. But as soon as somebody says you did, people will look at you in a totally different way, especially in our day and time with social media and how they could spread rumors and lies and you know this council culture business stuff you know just whatever uh i know i remember phil robertson uh got canceled uh and and had to leave the duck dynasty show because uh he quoted a bible verse and the people didn't know that it was a bible verse and they thought that he was downing them and all he did was quote a bible verse um, but we see this stuff every day, especially with social media. Someone is full of jealousy, and they can't compete with the other person. So in order to compete or to rise above that person, they wreck that person's life by spreading rumors or they create lies. And before you know it, people start to believe the lies, and the person basically becomes an outcast. They've been canceled, if you will. In Stephen's case... He's going to be uh, stoned to death because of these jealous Jews that came from a certain flavor and they couldn't handle the Bible study. And since they couldn't handle it, they drum up these lies and they turn to violence. And it still happens to this day in our churches. Now, I, I, I was a preacher for many years. I'll, I'll tell you that in these pod other podcasts. 
My brother's still a preacher, and I have a lot of friends that are preaching to this day. And I can tell you some stories. They can tell you some stories that, that, that would give you nightmares that actually happened to us personally. And it would just absolutely blow your mind. And the sad thing is that it come or they came from the mouths and the hands of people who claim to follow Jesus. The lying witnesses said, This man is always speaking against the holy temple and against the law of Moses. We have heard him say that this Jesus of Nazareth will destroy the temple and change the customs Moses handed down to us. You know what's happening here? More than likely, what Stephen is saying is, when he is telling people about Jesus, is exactly what Jesus himself said. Jesus himself said, Destroy this temple and I will rebuild it in three days. And the Jews got mad when Jesus said it, and now they're getting mad when Stephen says it. And But Jesus was never talking about a building that is made of stones, and the temple was huge. It was a glorious sight to see. It was ginormous, but he was talking about himself. He was talking about his fleshly body after he died on the cross, and he was buried for three days. He came up out of the tomb. He was resurrected by the Father. He was given life again. And so he was talking about himself. You, you tear down this temple, I'll rebuild it in three days. And that's exactly what happened. And so how many times did Jesus say something like this? Moses said this because Moses was the authority for the Jews. When you went into a synagogue and you, you were teaching in the synagogue, you used the law. And to them, the law was written by Moses. And so Moses was the authority. And then Jesus comes along and he says, you know, Moses said this and he would read something. He says, but I say unto you. So Stephen more than likely was quoting just, he was quoting some of Jesus's teachings and they didn't like it because they didn't accept Jesus. They didn't want to have anything to do with Jesus. They have crucified Jesus. They don't want to have anything else to do with that man. Don't want to hear anything uh, coming out of anybody's mouth in the name of Jesus. Moses was the lawgiver, and Moses, as I said a while ago, had more authority than somebody that they thought was a blasphemer, because that's what they called Jesus. They even called him Beelzebub. They called him. They said he had a demon, and he was God in the flesh. And now they are accusing Stephen of being a blasphemer just like they did Jesus. And I'm just going to be honest with you. When you speak in the name of Jesus, people are not going to like you. When you carry your cross on a daily basis and you show Jesus to a lost and dying world that is full of darkness and you shine the light of Christ... They're not going to like you because when they when that, that light of Jesus Christ shines in their lives, they're going to see themselves as they really are. And they're going to do everything they can to come against you. Even if that means spreading lies on social media or you know doing whatever they can to counsel you. Because they, they, they don't want to hear anything about Jesus. No, nothing's changed in 2,000 years. It was happening to the apostles. It was happening to Stephen right here. And in Acts, uh, it, 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 
The last verse in Acts chapter 6 says this, At this point, everyone in the high council stared at Stephen because his face became as bright as an angel's face. This is the same high council that crucified Jesus, right? They have arrested the apostles, and now they have beaten the apostles for their faith. And now they have Stephen, who is just some ordinary dude like you and me, who is working miracles just like the apostles, who's teaching and preaching in the name of Jesus just like the apostles. He is standing before these religious leaders who, let me remind you, they, they, they wanted to kill the apostles because of what they were doing. And his face begins to glow from the power of God. Luke says it became as bright as an angel's face. This man, Stephen, was so full of faith, so full of the Holy Spirit, that as he stood in the midst of liars and manipulators and people of power, the, the uh, Sanhedrin, these religious leaders, men who claimed to serve God and to love God, but really they didn't, Stephen's face lit up so bright, Luke said it was like the face of of an angel. And my prayer is that God would give us this kind of faith, this kind of faith that Stephen had because he was an ordinary dude just like you and me. There was nothing special about Stephen except that he loved Jesus and he loved serving Jesus. And when he stood in the midst of those religious leaders and he was being confronted and he knew that the people were lying and he could have said, you're a bunch of liars. You, you know, I haven't done any of that wrong. He didn't do that. His face shined like the face of an angel. God, give us this faith. Let us be so full of you that we glow from your presence in us. Let the people see Jesus in us. Fill us with your spirit so much that we glow and people know that we have been with Jesus and that they can't help but to want what we have. And that's our sins forgiven and you living inside of us. Salvation is yours today. Today is the day of salvation. Are your sins washed as white as snow? Are you filled with the Holy Spirit? Do you share your faith like Stephen did, like these apostles did? Do you tell other people about Jesus? Because if you do, people's not going to like you. They're just not going to like you. Jesus said you're going to be hated for my namesake. And this is what we see going on right here. It started in Acts chapter 4. And here, by just two chapters later, Stephen's about to be killed for his faith. Shine the light of Jesus this week. Tell somebody about what Jesus has done in your life and how he can change theirs. God bless you. Thank you for listening to the Grind It Podcast today. You can send any questions or comments to grinditpodcast at gmail.com. Please join us next time, and when a challenge comes your way, just grind it. Been grinding all my life, sacrifice, hustle, pay the price, want a slice, got to roll the dice, that's why. All my life, I've been grinding all my life, all my life, been grinding all my life.